All right, everyone. Welcome to Best Friend Energy. I'm Clea. I'm Joanna. And we are so excited you're joining us. If you're listening, it must be a Tuesday. It is. Yes, we're here every Tuesday um, where we just like tell each other stories, uh, laugh about things, talk to new friends, talk to old friends. Of course, we want to hear from you guys. Um, All of your listener call-ins are so amazing. We just love them. And remember, you can always submit your questions by visiting bestfriendenergypod.com and clicking on listener submissions. So should we get into the past week that we've had? Please. Um, So we flew to Los Angeles. It was amazing. The Baby to Baby Gala is a really, really, really special um, gala, and the cause of Baby to Baby is very close to our heart. They have It's a national program. We work with the Nashville subsidiary Mother to Mother as well. In Nashville, and it provides, um, you know, basic needs and necessities for um, families in need all over the country. It's such amazing work. So we're thrilled and honored to go to this gala. Again, Hello Sunshine was there. They had a table with Candle Media, and we were just very excited to be with everyone. So we are, let's just say, a gussied up, okay? <laughs> we are feeling ourselves. We looked great. We had hair. I mean, my small hair even had hair. You looked great. We had makeup on. Yeah, we did. We had heels yeah, on. Right. We were just like, yes. We, we were like, back, we, baby. We, Got it. We We got this. Back. The last time I got in a gown for a gala, I had to get dressed in radiation at the, it was in the patient dressing room. I had to change into my dress and then go across town to go to the gala. So this was like, we are in LA. Bottom line is, yeah, we were on our way. We were on our way and we were on our own. No one to help us. No one to stop us. Things were looking, looking good. So I go to put my dress on and I'm like, hey guys, I just need this little bit of help. I just need to like (laughs) get that last little oomph to zip up the dress. Yeah, that tiny little end of the zipper. That tiny little end. It was going nowhere. Oh, I needed a wrench? Yes. Like six wrenches. Every, like the makeup artist had to stick around to try and help. No one could get this. No, because at first, you know, you're very gentle. You you definitely don't don't want to like, right. And you don't want to overcompensate for the fact that it probably works and it's just you. So you are very gentle when you ease into that. Like you're like, ugh. And I also think no one wants you to feel like it's you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone's like, oh my gosh, like it's it's so the zipper. It's so not you. It's so not you. It absolutely closes. They're like, it is baggy on you. Yeah. It is absolutely not your. It's just the zipper. That's right. So, so everyone's, everyone's, like, gen- eh, everyone's gentle, eh, yeah. gentle as, with your feelings, yeah. you know, and the yeah. dress. So everyone's yeah. like tiptoeing around. Then Joanna like hooks the, you know, the, the hook and eye at the top. Yep. And she's like, new plan. You're, it's a keyhole. You're going, <laughs> it's going to only zip halfway. It's a total keyhole. And then it's just going to be like an opening in the back. But like it closes at the top. Yeah. So like, she's like, and the the makeup stylist or the makeup artist is like, honestly, I've seen so many wedding dresses like yeah, this. She's and like, like, it's it's really in right now. I was like, guys, I am literally not going to an event where you you can see the zipper no, on the dress. Was, Everyone's going to be whispering that Clea's zipper is no, down. No, it looked like a sheet keyhole. It absolutely did not. I, I disagreed. Was, I, I mean, it was... So zi- I, I took the dress off. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, let's I see t- if... I said, you need to take it off. Let's see if it zips yeah. without my physical body in it. Right. It also did not zip. Right. Okay? It was not... This... This... I felt vindicated, yeah, but I also I mean, felt better. pissed. So as I'm finally standing there, all of a sudden the dress zips. And I was like, oh, okay, it does have the capacity to work. Let's get back <laughs> on my bod. So I unzip it fast, get in, same exact problem. It's not going anywhere. No. We're now late. We are missing no, the cocktail hour. missed the full cocktail hour. Yes, and we have to get there for the actual main event. Kim Kardashian was being honored. I mean, like, yeah, we have we need to, to go. We got to go. Yeah. So <laughs> the makeup artist literally inhaled deeply and then with the strength of all, like all the King Courses and all the King's Men, literally God was poured into her body. No. And she, she and she just went for it. She just did hard, it. Hard. And it worked. <laughs> and I was like, we can go. I almost canceled the entire event. 
So we are like, we did it. Sorry, <laughs> Emma, we figured this problem out and we didn't even need you. Like we can actually do things ourselves. Yeah. So we walked down to the car, really like with a pep well, in our right. step. We got your dress, your dress we, up. We figured something out, we problem solved. We were feeling good. The car pulls up, <laughs> hop on in. Joanna hops on in, her heel goes right through her dress. And you hear, yeah. you hear the rip. Yep, rip the right bottom of the dress. Yep. And so I am like having a flashlight on it. I'm like, do we just keep tearing it to like make it an uneven yeah. hem? No. No, no it's flapping in the wind. An uneven hem is worse than a backward keyhole. I don't, I mean, maybe, but so is a tail. It, right. You had a tail. But it's better than an uneven hem. I don't know. Maybe that could be like avant-garde. No, again, back to the keyhole. Okay. Well, anyway, so let me just say this. We just decided to go with all of our dress malfunctions. We got into the event. It was packed. I've never seen more, like the way the layout in the gala is um, fashioned is all the tables are kind of in the main space. And then there's like a side space where the best chefs in LA set up tables with stations of food. I have never seen more people ever decide that they are starving at that very moment. (laughs) So like every single person from the gala goes in this like Pretty small area. Yeah, I would say it's pretty small. You are like shoulder to shoulder. Joanna, by the way, I should start with the fact that she ate an entire pizza before oh, the I gala. Did. So I did. she wasn't hungry. No, I, I, was, I, I re- literally ate an entire pizza before. She did. I was starving. Because I know better. You do, I don't. I know, every time. So I was I was hungry. I never I was, go to these things hungry. I was the dum-dum who yes. was like, oh, I can just wait in line for food. So I'm standing there and I'm literally shoulder to shoulder with everyone. I'm in my heels. I have to hold my dress because it has a train. And like, you're also holding these small plates and there's like, rickety soy sauce on what, you know, like yeah, it's not no, no, great. No. Joanna has a panic attack and is like, I am getting out of here. So she was like, I'm going to meet you at the entrance. And I was like, okay, all right. I'm very nervous to let her out of my sight. This has happened before. It was at Disneyland. She ended up at the wrong mountain. I did. I ended up at the wrong mountain. This was just a simple I was night. at Thunder Mountain. Yeah. She was at Splash Mountain. It was, I, letting Joanna out of my sight is very nerve wracking. I should have a little Apple tag on no, her. No, no, no. I, I, I knew, I knew where the entrance was. Okay. Well, so Q2, 20 minutes later, I finally got my food. I walked out. At least 20 minutes. Okay, I walked out. Maybe 30. Joanna was gone. Yeah. Okay, Joanna was gone. Not (laughs) in sight at all. So here I am, heart pounding. I think I've lost her. She is going to, there's no lost and found here. I don't know how I'm going to find her. I don't even know if she remembers our table number. Also, everyone's in 75 inch heels and I'm. And she's 75 inches shorter than everyone. So I am, I walk to the table. I put the food down. And she, I'm like, shoot, she's not at the table. I thought maybe you got tired that, of standing that, went to the that table. Was, that was the goal. Well, you didn't make <laughs> it there either. So I go to the table and then I see her purse. She doesn't have her phone. There is no way I am contacting Joanna. So now I'm thinking back to our Disneyland experience. Did Joanna go off in search of like a Mickey Mouse pretzel or some dessert nope. that I don't know about? No. What if you were at the entrance to the entire gala? No, no. I would never go to the Pacific Design Center entrance. Okay, but you weren't at the place that you said you were going to be. I wasn't. It got very hot. I bumped into great people. I was going to meet other people. I was coming back to get you. I actually went left to go get my phone to call you. It was, uh, you were gone. You went missing, by the way. You just went missing for, I would say, 20 to 30 minutes. You were also gone for 45 minutes. No, I was where I said it was going to be. I know, I was getting. I couldn't get back in there. Oh, but then you wait. You wait at this designated location. I tried. Imagine imagine if your kids were like, mom, I'm going to meet you right here. And then you came back and they were just gone. All right, that's fair. Okay, great. I'm so glad we agreed. Okay, so Joanna was wrong in this particular instance. I'm, I'm glad she you know, agreed. I, I, I'm wrong once a, a century. Okay, just, yeah. you know, ne- next time, I, I'm just going to put an Apple tag on you. Okay, so now let's get to our interview. Let's do it. We have our really good friend, Brian Patrick Flynn. You guys are in for a real treat. You are in for a treat. He is 
one of the funniest people we know, one of the most talented people we know. You may know him from HGTV's Dream Home and Urban Oasis, as well as Magnolia Network's Mind for Design, and just about everything. I mean, on Instagram, yeah. on, I mean, he's just, he's all over HGTV, everything, yeah, really. Yeah, he is, and he's just a Larger than life. He literally is larger than yeah, life. He's we, like 75 feet tall. When we take pictures with Brian, every single person comments and is like, is he so tall or are you so short? And we're like, get out of here, Susan. Yeah. No, no, no. So anyway, but he is just the actual best. Um, So let's bring him on. We have a ton of things to talk to I him know, about. and we haven't seen him in a long time. I know, it's been a while. After the interview, we're actually going to have Brian stick around for Best Friend Energy Unpacked. We have a lot of pretty not very important questions that we somehow think are important. They are important. Uh, they're important to us. So we're going to have Brian stick around and we're going to go through them together. Um, we also have a great listener call in about our favorite topic, organization. Imagine that. People aren't just like, <laughs> they, they, they want to talk about organizing. They really do. Okay. I love it. Um, and just remember, if one episode isn't enough, we do have Best Friend Energy unpacked for you. Uh, you get a second episode every single week and you can go to bestfriendenergypod.com or Apple Podcasts to subscribe. Let's welcome everyone. Hi, um, Let's guys. welcome Brian Patrick Flynn to Best Friend Energy. Hi, Brian. This is insane. This, this is, is insane. Insane. You know what I love about this so much? So a lot of our guests that we've had on, we are not best friends like IRL. Like we don't have an in-person friendship. We a lot. Well, that that's actually not true. It's about it's been about half well, and half. And honestly, we didn't start with an in-person friendship. And then the time we actually met him in person, it felt like we'd known him our whole life. It's true. It was we started almost six with years an, ago. It started with an online friendship that <laughs> ended up in an in-person friendship, but it's so exciting to have you in studio. This is just amazing. Yeah. I want to bring it back to the day we met. I remember it so well. I even remember the first picture we ever took together. <laughs> so we met in Knoxville, yep. right? Random. Oh, Random, yes. right? Yes. I love that. Yeah. We met in Knoxville. Brian was doing HETV's Dream House. That's right. I even remember the door color it was fabulous. And it was so controversial. And I'm like, it's a $16 quart of pink paint. Calm it's down. crazy. <laughs> and I remember thinking it was just amazing. Also, I think it was like next year's color of the year. I think you were it just was. ahead of yourself. Yeah, you, of was. course you're ahead of it. <laughs> so one of the very first things that I remember that made me laugh so much, it's also never surpassed, I think, the funniest thing about you is that at the time you were only drinking chicken broth. Like you were only soup. 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 Chicken That's soup. That's all. I'm going to give you the Cliff's notes. Okay. So I have a bunch of stuff when it comes to food. None of it makes any sense. Yeah. None of it is legit. It's all in my head. Okay. Um, same. Same. Okay, good. Yeah. When I was, when my little sister was three, we were at a Halloween party and it was a, it was a scary one and the people turned their house into a haunted house. And out of nowhere, my little sister started choking on a piece of popcorn. And I remember seeing the look on my face, uh, my mom's face, because we were in this dark haunted house and my little sister couldn't breathe and I freaked oh out. And it took me until like the age of like 30 by going to a therapist to realize why I'm scared every time I sit down to eat. And it turns ba turns goes back to that. So I went through this long phase where up until the middle of last year, like the majority of my diet was, was protein shakes, smoothies, acai bowls, soups, and broths. And then last year, I turned 45 last year and I'm like, screw this. I need to, like, I started You're working You're like, I need out. to chew. Yeah, I need to. I want to yeah. use my teeth so I don't just fall out. Right. right. Um, and now I've graduated. I even eat steak, believe it or not. Wow. I know a 180. Wow. Food, a food but, 180. But I remember there was a period, though, that it was chicken, chicken soup, or mm -hmm. just broth. It was those three. Absolutely. But that, I think it was. It. But I think it was chicken that was in chicken soup, so it was soft enough that you could like mouth it. it oh, you could not be more spot on. It, yeah. it, would, it would. And if it was not already inside of some type of liquid, it would have to be so soft where I could chew with just one half of my mouth. I always have insane dental things going on. Clea had you had oral surgery like yes, three I years did. ago. I have to go in soon because I have a loose tooth right here. We just oh, need to move. No. Um, oral so, surgery. Just can I just say it's sucks. It's right? the worst. It's the worst. And you don't prepare for it. So no. I could talk about this for the next fourteen hours, but I'm 
eating solid food again, I feel like a different human. That is that really is, amazing. It is amazing. And we also clearly understand anxiety. So. And all yeah. food related. I have a lot. Foodborne illness is at the top of my list of all anxieties that I have. We talk about botulism a lot. Well, not just botulism. Just even like if an expiration date is approaching, I'm like, toss it. Gone. Gone. <laughs> Gone. Uh, Gone. Hollis, so Hollis is my husband. And, the, and this is what drives me crazy. My dad did this too. I grew up in South Florida and we had ants. You had, it's a thing you can't escape when you live in South Florida. And so my mom would always make me lunches. And sometimes I would, lunch would sit on the counter for 45 minutes in the morning and the little ants would find it. And I'd be like, screw it. I'm not taking the sandwich yeah. to school. It has ants in it. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, my father would see the brown bag in the garbage can. He would take no. the ant. He <gasps> would eat it. Oh. He would pick the ants off or just be like, an ant's not going to hurt me. No. I'm the opposite. Oh. So I don't know where I was going with this. Yeah. But where was I going with I this? I will say no. that ants are a protein you can't choke on. I will say that. You, but, She's right. But, Bear but, girls would no, eat ants. Literally I disgusting. Ever, but I let me tell you. That. So Joanna and I, it's crazy the way we grew up. Our moms are actual clones of each other and our dads are actual clones of each other. It's very it's weird. It's very strange. Like our, our moms, we talk about it a lot. It's really bizarre. Our dads have a very upsetting quirk about them where they will, they refuse to believe that like something could go bad. They were literally refused to Sushi believe. Sushi from the airport from six months ago, it's probably still good. I think and, it's a guy thing. And to refrigerate something is optional. Yeah. And no way, not for me. Joanna's, <laughs> Joanna's dad once drove from North Carolina to Nashville with a cup of yogurt on the front seat Ew. and ate it when he got there. That yogurt needs to be like 42 degrees max of for me. Course. Otherwise, it's uneatable. But to go back to what I was saying, the expiration date thing for yeah. me, if it's supposed to expire on October 17th and it is October 15th, it's gone. It's gone. I'm I not know. taking the chance. <laughs> I don't want to get sick from spoiled food. That's, That's how, how I feel. feel. Because also, the person who stamped October 17th, what if? What if they got it wrong? By two days. What also, if it was October 15th? Uh -huh. Could not agree more. And also, what are the qualifications for the job? What if they're the food stamper that day because somebody called in right. sick and they don't know to they truly don't know. how to do also, it? Also, it's not a perfect science. It's so not it could be science. off by Cur a couple days. Same page. No, yeah. I, we on the same page. 100%. I knew we were friends for a reason. I yeah. think, and, and my dad is like, he is so the opposite. He's like, expiration dates are, uh, are not real. My dad too. I, literally, I'll go home for the holidays or whatever. And I like go to get half and half from my coffee and it expired like six weeks ago. Oh. And he's like, it's no, 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 no. He's like, it's totally fine. <laughs> it's still good. And I'm like, but it's literally not that the numbers are right there. Like the numbers don't lie. Why? Also it's, it's what? $4? $4. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? And you could go up the street to any, any supermarket and get another one. Cause I, I drink oat milk mostly. Mm -hmm. And Hall's yeah. would be like, you don't have to worry. It won't go bad. Cause some of them you actually can just get off the shelf. That's unrefrigerated. And I'm like, still, I'm not taking the chance. It's $4 or three days of being sick. Right. Not happening. It costs a lot I, to be sick. It costs a lot. It costs yes. a lot to get, you know, an IV at the emergency room. I know. Like, so we should really weigh this. No, I, thank you. I know. And, you know, we can't even debate this because all three of us agree. I, can I say one other thing? Agreed. I think shelf-stable things that should clearly not be shelf-stable, I worry about. I'm like, if something, like, I don't appreciate the fact that, like, oat milks or almond milks can just sit on the shelf. I'm like, that feels like something that should be refrigerated, and I don't trust it. When, when you buy your kids the little, like, chocolate milks, like the- Yeah, I know I thought about it. Uh, <laughs> but why, why is it on the shelf? Uh, get it off the shelf and put it in the refrigerator. <laughs> was what you have one job. You have to stock the shelves. The shelves should be things that don't yes. have to be. However, I, I spend so much time in Europe, as you guys know, I live there in I the know, summer. I know, I know. Oh my gosh. I know, it's its own thing. Eggs and, and butter, oh, butter are just left on the oh, counter. I know, I know. Oh. Wait, we have so many things to cover. I know we can talk okay. about foodborne illnesses yeah, yeah, yeah. for, for days. the next 20 we days. Have, we, yeah. could, we could talk about until, until the milk expires. Phobias and anxieties. We could have our own six-part series on. We could talk about plane etiquette oh, for the next God. 12 years. For the next 12 uh, years. Forever. All right, let's, let's get into house etiquette because that's your expertise, but then yeah. we might have to circle back to plane etiquette because we've we've done a lot of okay, talking wait, on that Okay, wait. I too. need just to give uh, uh, just a little education about Brian. 
Brian is such an incredibly talented interior designer. I text him all the time and I'm like, Brian, does this pass the Brian Patrick Flynn test? And I always give you super thorough answers. I, you it's do. never like, yeah, it's like, I'll wait two, two hours before email, texting her back and I'll be like, so here's the deal. Can you take a picture of that room and a video from this angle? I know. And I'll give you back like a scientific answer. And I which so we appreciate. appreciate it. You've You're never, welcome. you've never been short about anything. Let's be honest. Not no. even no. your height. Not even your height. No, gosh. No, you Definitely are, not the height. And he's all caps. Only, all caps. He, Always. He only texts in all caps. Wait, only to my is, close friends. This oh. is just, this is neither here nor there, but I just just have to say one of the times I've laughed so hard texting <laughs> with Brian is when I had an armadillo problem oh in my, my front yard. Oh my gosh. And he was like, why do you have a, like a small duster buster in your, like a, a little microwave of a, of a handy vac in your front yard? And I have never laughed harder. Do you remember I, that? Absolutely. That's one of the things I want to talk about later today. I want to talk, I want to talk about marsupials. But um, per particularly, not to be specific, like um, when your producer, Ben, earlier told us that we had like 37 minutes. I know. And you're like, that's that's not like I an know. approximate. I was like, that's very we specific. Have, we, have yeah. a lot, we have a lot of things to always talk about. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Our relationship all started with the HGTV Dreamhouse. Urban Oasis. It was Urban Oasis. Yeah, which okay. is, it's basically, one is more millennial and younger and in, in an approach in a city you can walk in. The other oh. one is like a dream location that's on Oh, that makes sense. Got it. Okay. So like when you did like Montana. That was a dream home because it's like at the top of a mountain. mountain. Yeah. So oh, and the Nashville one must have been Urban Oasis. Yes, we appeal more to a millennial audience who would necessarily not even need a car want to walk everywhere. Whereas uh, dream home, okay, okay, get okay. away from the world right. and okay. escape. Glad yeah. for so the clarification. Then, then I'm glad for the clarification. Then it's a two-prong answer. Do you have an absolute favorite from either one yeah. that just okay love oh. it let's tell yeah I so know. my all-time favorite hgtv urban oasis 100 was minneapolis which was so surprising i was born and raised in south florida and i've always been obsessed with the idea of living somewhere where you can actually get cold weather because we never had that mm -hmm. right and i got to minnesota in december and i was blown away about how beautiful it was and the people who live there are so healthy and outdoorsy and i loved everything about minnesota in general that was my favorite hgtv urban oasis because it was the architecture was a scandinavian farmhouse and mm -hmm. I'm obsessed. obsessed. Scandinavia is my obsessed. place. Yeah. Well, also so the much black so and white. That, right. I mean, you have an actual home in, in Scandinavia. Yeah. yeah. I mean. So we have, so Hollis and I, th there's this HGTV show that's been on like for the past hundred years called House Hunters. You know? Uh, yes, we've heard you of it. You know, it. I okay. only watch House Hunters. Okay, yeah. cool. Because like a lot of people. only House Hunters. That's yeah. very, there's a lot of people, that's what they do from like 10 o'clock on. Oh, that's all this, they watch. Oh, well, Joanna's in bed by seven, but. No, still. I watch hours of it and I have them on repeat because I can just like, I love house what one time so joanna thinks it's low stakes television i disagree i think it's very high stakes television and one time joanna had already fallen asleep in our hotel room that we were sharing uh -huh. and a nashville house hunters comes on oh boy and i was like well now i'm up like i can't no, look there was a hawaii one too and you were stressed i almost, I almost woke you up yeah. i was like i can't go to sleep until i know what they picked anyway oh, go I, ahead i become so invested yeah, so yeah. it was 2016 and it was around march or so and i'm like hey, it might be nice to live in another country soon so the, we fell in love with iceland because we went there in 2015 i brought my whole team as a treat because we had this epic year with hgtv in 2015 15 and we got there and I'm like, I have never felt so safe and so energized and so inspired before. And it's like super feminist and equal pay for women. It's all this cool stuff. It's magic. So blah, blah, blah. 
I got home and I kept thinking, I need to look into real estate there. Mm -hmm. And so we ended up buying a place and we bought it on House Hunters International and it was such a fun experience. No way. Yeah. No, Wait, I, can I you did. send me the link? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like on YouTube and it's on, no. yeah. And it's on Discovery oh, Plus. Oh, well, I know what day. I'm doing tonight. Yeah, Amazing. it's such a good episode. They let it, they wow. just let us be ourselves. There's oh, nothing canned. Well, of course they should. It That's was incredible. great. Because we both, because my husband, those of you who don't, well, so I'm an interior designer and a production designer and I'm married to somebody who works in wardrobe and costume for a lot of Marvel stuff and DC stuff and Disney Plus stuff. So um, we're, we're used to being around cameras, but we bought our place and we go every single summer because I can't stand bugs. I can't stand humidity. I'm okay with heat, yeah, but right. I can't do Georgia. My main house is in Georgia and Atlanta. I can't do that. No, so no I just, no. I July totally and August, agree with you. I'm gone. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I, that's that. I, I agree with oh you. my gosh, I, yeah. Well, this is just thrilling because now we have a plan for tonight. Yeah, so I'm we very, definitely do. Very oh, oh, I was going to say we have a plan for the summer because we're going to Crash's house. Oh, can oh, we you're visit? welcome to, you love it. Oh, oh I know I would. It's so clean. Everything is so clean. It's so clean. Everything is so clean. Oh my God. And also all your houses are so beautiful. Thank you. I feel like they're very livable. I feel like there's nothing precious in any of the houses. And that's one of my big things about interior design. I don't want anything super precious that if somebody broke it, I'd I know. never want to I talk always think again. of you when I see like Buffalo check and I get so happy. That's me. I yeah. hate you. I love a Wait, what, what is your favorite dream home then? Oh gosh, good, great question. Okay, so my all-time favorite dream home was Dream Home 2019, um, which was in Whitefish, Montana. Which at the time, I'm obsessed. With a that lot one. of people did not even know about. It's now it's one of the most unaffordable places to live, but it was just it was a gigantic mountain house with a view of this teal it's lake. Incredible. Oh, it was just it oh. didn't seem real. And the people who live there are so proud to live there. Most of them are second and third home people, so they take a lot of pride in making sure their house looks good. But yeah, it, it was totally on schedule. It was on budget. Everybody was happy to be there. We watched the leaves change. Then we Oh, oh. oh. It, well, there's no way to ever top it. This year's is in Red Rocks, Colorado, which oh, is cool. really which close. Is that fun? It's I mean, spectacular. Yeah. How long does it take you to film and, and build this? Oh gosh, um, eleven months. Wow. Yeah. So you, the cool thing, the interesting thing about the ones that are happening now is, um, I've I've spent grow, when I turned 45, I went through this weird like kind of midlife crisis thing, and I'd always wanted to grow my hair long, but I didn't know how to do it. So I got with a stylist who did this whole thing where I went through these weird stages and stuff. And from the beginning of building that house till now, there's like 17 different Brian Patrick Florence because I have short hair then I have emo hair then right. I have a I know, Karen I've ne cut I've never yeah. <laughs> I believe that I've never seen that. this cut it looks great on you you like it? Yes. I love it okay it's like an early 80s thing that I'm really into now and I have a feeling by the time like uh, Valentine's Day comes around I'll chop it off but I wanted to try it because I, I have it, it. I have it's, it well like my hair is like growing back from chemo and like very soon I'm going to have like a skater boy haircut so I'm like worried about that cool. I think you should keep it like this I honestly I'm obsessed with it I'm like it's once you don't have to deal with your hair all of a sudden you're like, meh. Off. I don't know if it's really worth it. She has a good point because you yeah. were forced to do that. Like, I was forced most, to. So, and it kind of puts a new perspective on. Wait, this is actually a much easier. Also, lifestyle. like, has anybody ever looked chicer with this haircut? No, it looks like she did it on I purpose. No, what a win. Well, I, I honestly am getting really comfortable in it. So I'm like, if I'm comfortable with my own self, like, why am, why, why am I going to change uh, it? You shouldn't. And also, my hair before, I had to get extensions all the time. I had to dye it all the time. It's a lot of work. Wait, your dark hair had extensions? I never would have known. Yes. I just thought you had really long. Black no, hair. I had pretty not great hair. Oh, <laughs> so never like, known. So it's like, okay, like, what am I doing with my life? No, you know what I mean? it's excellent. Okay, all right. So I love talking about houses with you because I do think you're one of the most talented friends that we've ever come across in our, in our lives. Thank and you. So
so much so that we fell in love with you before we met. So you know that we're not saying it just to say it. I'm, I'm combining something from my life with this project. And I totally, I couldn't believe you even knew about Jingle Bells. That was the name of her dog. And I was like, we're meant to be friends. Uh, well, it just made me laugh so hard because you had, it was like this gorgeous image of the house, but you were so funny in your captioning, which I think Joanna and I in our business, the home edit, we've always tried to really lean into humor whenever possible, because I just think it makes everything so much more enjoyable. And it makes something that's like austere and beautiful and kind of perfect, I think feel really relatable. And like you, you really feel like, you know, the person who's created the, you know, the behind the scenes version of things. That's exactly what I was going for. So I'm glad you guys took it that way. Cause I, I feel like if you, if you make something pretty and then you just talk about how pretty it is, it's like it's kind of boring. I, I, yeah. Oh, wow. Look how gorgeous is this pink. I, and it's I, not approachable. Like it's nobody not. wants to identify with something that feels like unapproachable. No, yeah. Nobody really, nobody feels like dropping $75,000 on a rug. Right. Like, mm -hmm. and also, I also think that um the idea of like not being like everyone else, like a lot of people would just have like a one word caption, which is also fantastic. But it, I think it's kind of nice to put some personality into I an industry too. that's usually very, very surface. You know? I, especially if it's your personality. Right. Your personality is made for it. I get Thank very you. jealous of people I mean, again, I think that we feel the need to do that, to go that extra mile. I'm jealous of the people who can just drop an emoji. You know what and I mean? And still have and like so still, much interaction. And they're fine. And they're fine. How do we do that? I don't know how to do that. It's like a blue butterfly. No, you, and you, they're you, just you, like, missed the, you missed the, the boat on that. Yeah. It's, it's just not, late. it's not who we are. And no, so it's okay. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's okay. But I'm like, wow, like, all right. You know, maybe we should have like had the bar lower from the, from the you beginning. Didn't, you didn't yeah. know what you didn't know. All right. So I'm curious. You just spoke about all the different things that you do. You, you really do full A to Z with production. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, is there a favorite part? Is there an area where do you do it all because you can't give up control or do you really love every single piece of it? One of the most interesting things about talking about this is my least favorite thing of everything in my career has been being on camera. Like I have never cared about that. When mm -hmm. I went to school, I wanted to be a director and a production designer. My dream was my dream job was to become the production designer or set designer for the real world because they always have these really cool amazing. sets. Such cool amazing. Like fish tank yeah. walls. No, crazy. So you're right. Like, San Francisco. San Francisco like, and iconic. Boston. They were oh, in a bank. Yeah. Like it was no, so, or a firehouse. So, yes. So good. Um, so the behind I always wanted to be behind the scenes. I always loved being in charge of bringing the personality visually to the set with furniture and accessories and color palettes and, and even being involved with wardrobe sometimes. My least favorite part has been being on camera. The reason being is it's disruptive. As the two of you know, let's say you're going to do Reese Witherspoon's pantry. In real life without the cameras there, you would go in and do your job mm -hmm. and you'd have A, B, C, D and get in and out. When you're doing it for camera as talent, you have to go in these really slow stages. You have to have multiples of everything because you're you're shooting at different points of the project. And my brain goes on fire. It's like, as a designer, I just want the project done. Mm -hmm. But um, I would say my favorite part of it all is being able to have negotiated from the beginning with all my contracts to also be 100% in creative control of the styling and the art direction. So after I finish a house, a real house or a set, I want to be the person who comes back in alongside the photographer or the photography mm -hmm. team and place every single thing. Choose which floral, which food, how, how that banana nut muffin will be placed and mm -hmm. will have a bite in it and will it be sitting next to somebody's computer or will it be on the will it be 10 of them on a table right. so you want to tell the story i want to tell the story through objects and right. i also want every room to have a little sense of humor and i don't want anything to come across perfect yeah which is bizarre because in an industry of perfectionism i i don't want a perfect house i yeah. even have like stains on some of my really nice rugs and i have some ripped upholstery and i'm not fixing it because yeah. i'm mm -hmm. just like that's real life and i i don't want you perfectionism want that's that. not real life what advice we're actually both building houses right now what advice would you give 
give to both of us right now? The biggest advice that I give to anybody who's building a house is to have some key things that you already picked out, like the pieces of furniture you can't get rid of. Mm -hmm. But I love to just live in a house for a full year and figure out what it's telling me it wants. Oh, mm. I love that you can do that, but Joanna and I are not those You people. need everything in, in, in everything set, don't you? Everything needs to be pretty set, I would say. Yeah, we have a hard time with, with I that. Understand. Today, um, I got um, the cement filled in the footers, and I'm getting gravel today. Wait, it's, the project has already started? It just started, literally wow. this yeah. past week. windows. Joanna's windows. I thought we were just talking about approving architectural plans. You mine, actually took, mine took an entire year to get to this point. Like it, it's taken an entire year. My mind is Because of blown. approvals. So I'm actually starting, like framing should happen in the next two weeks. I know, I cannot wait. I'm After very, framing, everything goes boom, boom, well, boom, boom, boom. framing wow. is, I think, the most exciting phase. Me too. So fast. Because you can't. Two days. Yeah, two days. It's amazing. And there's a, a silhouette in two days. It, it is amazing. It is actually wild. I think of the entire house building process, and I can say, because I've built a couple now. Um, <laughs> it is, framing is the most, um, it's, it feels the best. I think it's a, what moves the fastest and it makes you feel like satiated. Like, okay, I, ha I actually yeah. have a house. Well, like I can, you can see, see the whole, so it's amazing. It's and amazing. then the electrical and plumbing take forever and there's nothing to show for it. Seven months <laughs> of nothing visual. Yeah. It's the most expensive it's, part. And it's so sad because you you drive up and then there's like nothing to nothing show. Happening. Nothing happening. Nothing. Not even walls. No, no, I had to order my, all of my appliances. I ordered a good three, four months ago because they're like, oh, your house will be done before your fridge arrives. So, Oh, absolutely. I, I have to tell I, one of our clients that we have right now that are working with Atlanta, who we adore, when I had my first conversation with them all the way back in the beginning of February, I said, I want to let you guys know, I want you to know I'm not exaggerating. Um, I work in TV, so maybe this comes across as being over the top, but I do not know exactly when we can finish things. I, I would love to be done around August or possibly September, possibly October. I don't know how long it will take for the stove to come. I don't know if the paint colors that we want will ha have anything in stock in the United States. Mm -hmm. And they were they really listened. They 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 I think they probably thought I was exaggerating, but jobs that used to be able to get done in three or four weeks are now in a, a full year. It's crazy. And, it and you can't avoid it. So when you guys get to that process in the next six, seven months, realize it's not you. It's what we're all dealing with. And it's making me want like a, a second career now. Okay, <laughs> wait. My next question is, is what's your favorite color right now? Like what color story are you trying to tell? Oh, for, oh that's a great question. So my usual bag of tricks, black, white, navy, and forest green. I'm so happy to also hear that I you say that. navy and black. Too, Always. Clea and, I, Clea and I butt heads on the navy and black. It's it's hard for me. So in my fashion career, my former fashion industry career uh -huh. in my brain, well, it, it depends on the kind of navy. Sometimes when navy reads as black, it can clash. Navy and black can I've clash. always been a fan of navy and black together. It, this is our biggest fight. Maybe. But there are different types of navy. That's, I think we can also agree on we that. We can agree on that. Um, and I'm not against shades of blue and black. I just think sometimes you have to lean into one specifically. That's all I'm saying. I know. That's fair. But no, this is a very fair conversation. No, it is. But I'm just happy that you took my side. That's all. Oh, I, I, I'm going to say that I am <laughs> leaning a little towards Joanna Ash. The reason being is <laughs> that's fine. That's I go 50-50 with there are and, and Clea is correct. There are two different types of navy. There is going the Eve's Climb Blue route, which is okay. a little bit more electric with a little bit of purple. Okay. Or there's a navy with a lot of black. Yeah. Like and this navy, this phone case is navy with a lot of black. Absolutely. Yeah. That can easily clash with a brown or a black, or they can just almost blend together and look like a mistake. Where I, I'm intentional about it. So, yeah. but as far as your question, what color like right now? 
I have this weird thing that I've been going through now in my late 40s. I've been thinking about— <laughs> Aside from chewing. Uh, I, I'm yeah, a chewer chewing, now. Right, it took me 45 that's years. Big, right, that's, that's big. It's a big one. Yeah, yeah, and my teeth are like, thank you for giving us a purpose. Right. Um, <laughs> and also, it's health because I, I started working out like uh, big time with a trainer a year and a half ago simply because I was getting my, into my mid-40s, and I realized this was kind of the time in my dad's life where he'd sit down and eat a lot of potato chips and drink beer after work because he was mm-hmm. exhausted, had four kids. Um, and I was like, let's not do that because that's just not a good idea. Right. And so I started chewing, which was great because my, <laughs> yeah. my body appreciated me. Yeah. My mom always said, use it or lose it. But right. the <laughs> other, so the other color is, it brings me back to childhood. I used to get really sad um, for all the crayons and the, I've always wanted to be a children's author and I'm hoping that's a, that's going to be the next part of oh, my I can, life. I think that's, I think that's, in your I path. can see that. Yeah, Especially with my writing style, my use of color. Oh, I think I can do it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Let's, let's workshop this after. Let's workshop yeah. it after. And also yeah. there's a few artists I have in mind and um, I want to talk to you about okay. one of them. But anyhow, okay. um, so I've always felt bad for those crayons in the cram box that never got sharpened because they were never used. And that would always be wow, burnt this... sienna, raw umber. Oh, burnt sienna is right really... Now. Those yep. colors are so sophisticated I know. now. They're ahead of their time is what it is. In the 70s, like Halston used them everywhere. And now every time I see a burnt sienna room and I'm like, wait, it's a cross between brown and orange and yellow or ochre. I love those colors. Yeah. And now I'm using them like crazy. I just did a house here for HGTV. I did HGTV Urban Oasis in West Nashville and it's packed with burnt sienna and raw umber. And and I love it. The thought of an unsharpened crayon now, I'm going to go cry. I know. I'm right? Like, this Nobody is, wanted to play with it. This is the saddest thing this, I've this ever. This is your children's story, but we can, again, we'll workshop we this later. We can talk about the unsharpened can crayon. I, this is about me point. and my design journey with okay, Brian. You're, you're not on, because I am like going to go <laughs> take a burnt sienna from my kids and I'm going to be like, ah. no, yeah, you're going to love really, it. No, you're it's really, it. it's sad. I'm going to make sure it gets some love. If I'm doing a lavender rug in my living room. Oh, we're getting specific. Like, how do we feel about that? Is Absolutely. That, is that terrifying? No, no, I love lavender. I'm not a massive fan of, when it comes to the purple world, the only purple I try to stay away from because I've never mastered the art of it is lilac. Okay. But I feel like lavender is almost a neutral. I feel okay. like you can use it with almost anything. Yeah, okay. I'm going to show, like really after this, I have to show you all of my plans and make sure that they're signed off by you. Okay, so this, Joanna's wow. trying to say, this appointment's about me. It is. Okay. I love this stuff. When I'm not getting paid for it, it's just my opinion for a friend. It's fun. Oh, when somebody's right. paying me, I'm stressed out. <laughs> What if I choose something they're not going to like? No, 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 no. There, there is no pressure. If you want me to pay you, I still will. But no, I, no I, I just, I just want your opinion. Okay, let's it do is it. exciting. So this is the first time that I've ever ever designed a house with another person. And I, I shouldn't even say with another person because I really feel like she's actually almost 100% designing it. Like it's uh-huh. not even, I don't even feel that much like a co-designer, to mm-hmm. be honest. It's the very first time that I've ever released the reins. And part of it is my bandwidth, my time. Yeah. And also part of it is I didn't want, if, if I were designing this new house, it would be a 2.0 of the house I have. Like uh-huh. I, I've done what I can. I, not to cut you off, I feel, and I think Joanna will agree, I feel like your next house would be almost like copy and paste Clea style, but mm-hmm. do it in a new, in a, in like a 10% fresher. Sure. I think what she's doing correctly is the designer that you're working with, I'm familiar with their work and it's beautiful. And I also think that their aesthetic mm-hmm. is different than yours, which is the most beautiful juxtaposition of a working relationship. It's fabulous. I've seen the mood board. Okay. It is I, she's really pushed me. I love it. You would be obsessed for Clea. You would. You will be very proud of me when you see. I'm going to show you afterwards. You're, yeah. You're not even going to believe. Like I think that the, she's really taken it to a sophisticated level that I don't think I could do on my own. Well, Joanne and I've said a million times we're not designers. No, we're not. Well, thank you for admitting that too, because I think a lot of times I'll have people who will hire me and pay my pay for my retainer and stuff, and all of a sudden be like. 
well, I could have chose that light fixture on my own, but I'm choosing it strategically to make yeah. sure you're going to still like it in 25 years. Yes. And it doesn't have to stay in that room. It can right. move to over your child's yeah. crib if oh, you want. Oh, we're not designers. I mean, we're very clear on that. And I do understand when you work in the creative world, I think a lot of people are like, I could do that. I mean, artists feel that. Mm -hmm. My husband's a photographer. You know, he thinks anyone with an iPhone feels like they can like now be a photographer too. You know, it's like yeah. everyone, you know, I used to joke, everyone's a DJ. I mean, every like <laughs> it's just like one of these things. Um, speaking about light fixtures, I just want to say, one of my favorite things in my house, in both my mudroom and my entryway, I have a light designed by Brian Patrick. Flynn. I know. I was. Yeah. I got chills when I came to your house. I, I'm like, I, I had no. I didn't know she actually bought my lighting. I light. did. I, so I bought. I bought two lights. But the best thing is they have tags on the inside that hang from the inside. <laughs> my photo. And it's, and it's Brian's face. Oh. And I refused to cut the tag off. <laughs> Mom, I think somebody in my family did the same. It's like the best picture of me ever taken because I look like I could be 30 or I could be 47. And it's, it's just, it it works. And um, it just has my name on it. It, it falls underneath it when they're in the showroom. And I just like, refuse to take it off. I'm like, it makes me happy every time <laughs> I see it. And I'm just like, I love the I fact love that, that I get to have my friend in, in both that. of my I didn't know that, but I love that. Makes next, me so time, happy. next time you come over, I will be looking for that little Easter egg. It's the best. <laughs> it, it really honestly makes me happy all the time. Um, okay, so when we talk about design and our different homes, Joanna and I obviously have a very different aesthetic. You've mm -hmm. seen, I have a very more black, white, neutral. Joanna is like crazy color lady. Um, and pattern, and, pattern and pattern, too. Pattern to the point where Joanna has asked if her home offends me. Yeah, I said, I said, are you going to be able to be in all the rooms in my house? And I told her I can be in each room, just not all of them at the same time. I can't, I can't do a full house tour, I think, at once because I think it might make me nervous. Not because, so she has a lot of wallpaper paper, but she also has a lot of fabrics in shades. She also has a lot of fabric covered lights and oh, crazy rugs. I do. It's, and again, I love each, like she shows me individual things. I'm like, love it, love it, love it. But I'm like, I, I don't know if my, if my <laughs> sensibility, I don't know if I can sit in every room at the same That's okay. moment. I mean, to be fair, I also asked like Cleo, like what the dress code is because her house is going to be so fancy that I'm like, I'm worried about the dress code. So downstairs, what I, what I wow. want is like, I just want I have some so many rooms. Questions. Yeah. Sorry, I have some on. rooms that I just freaking want no, to it's, stay it's, formal. It's heels and like a ballroom. It and is not a ballroom. I just want some rooms. I grew up in a, a in a very formal yes, house. Yes, she did. Is it the house that I've seen? Did your mom still live in that house or no? <sighs> they sold the, it in February. The one beautiful view that you guys oh, camped out? You, you yes. camped out and what? Did, she camped did, out with the we kids? We did camp out there. I didn't. I would No, never. you were like, no, no that's not a brand for you. I was like, that's literally stupid. You're like, why would I go outside when I have a bed? Right. Like, why would I want to like be in a tent? I'm like in a backyard where there's like plumbing. And wasps. And it was 116 degrees that week. I remember. I remember. Your mom and did it though, right? My mom did it to prove a point because my mother, if anything, she will prove here's, a point. Here's her mention for the. I know. Here's episode. her mention for this podcast. Yeah. My mom is a gigantic fan of yours, by the way. She I'm was dying to meet her. Oh, she, you guys would be fast friends. She left oh. today. She was so. I was to like, go back mom, west. Yeah. Did she end up buying a place here? Uh, no, my oh. mother-in-law, who you also Liz. know, who's yeah. uh -huh. uh, like not just obsessed with you. She's like borderline stuff. I want to meet her too. Oh, she, <laughs> trust me. Is she anything like John? Because you know how much I love John. They're so different. Liz is. Liz is way more like me, to be honest. I like John. I'm like, I don't know how Liz gave birth to John. And in a lot of ways, I don't know how my mother gave birth to me. My mom favors John. Liz favors me. That's just the way it's also been. let's talk about you and John are both type A. Like John, John is a very decisive person he is a with very opinions type that are person. it's fascinating because usually it, it it goes back and forth. I mean, you there's one or the other, but the two of you are both alphas. Well, it's but crazy, it works. But it's John is only an alpha when it comes to work. He is 
I mean, and, and it's crazy because work mode John is different than like family mode John or just John is someone who, I mean, he will defer to me for all things. He is the most, especially with through my cancer journey, he literally is like hovers above me, making sure that like I have a cushion, I have a pillow, I have a chair, I have a bottle of water, is the temperature controlled, all these things. Then cut to John on a photo shoot with us. It is 100 <laughs> degrees outside in August. I'm dripping sweat. I'm like, John, you're about to lose your wife. I'm literally <sighs> passing away. He's like, well, you're not going to like the way you look, so we need a few more frames. <laughs> like, he is just like, all of a sudden, he just is, he's a Gemini. And what I've realized is his other side of his personality comes out with work. He is just a, a crazy alpha when it comes to work. I love this story. And, and it is shocking. I said yeah. to Joanna, I, you remember the yeah, shoot. I do. I was like, John, I'm literally going to die right now. And he, I mean, no, no comment. <laughs> like, he's he was, like, well, wow. he's like, well, we have to get this, we have to get the shot. So I, I guess he's used to it with all things he shoots. He's got one shot to get like he's Lady Gaga shot. or Kelsey Ballerini on I camera. Know, right, 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 you right. You have one shot to get. And I guess, you know, that's, that's it. That's it. That's cancer, cancer be damned. So yeah. no, I'm, I would never, John has been literally oh, the I best mean, truly in the, the entire world. The but, but he is, he's very specific. He's, he is very type A. He is not a careless person. Like no. he is very intentional. And the other two, the other thing about both of you is you both, your houses are your personalities. And that's one of the things I love about being an interior designer is I get hired for 50, 50. Uh, people want me to, they want my aesthetic brought to their home, but in a way that makes their life like make sense in the house. But Joanna's house, uh, I, I would say it's borderline feminine and, tr and transitional. There's more pattern. There's more color. Clea's is, is, is a lot more pragmatic and practical and paired back. Mm -hmm. But there's, but there's, but the thing is then you have contrast. So you are, you're not like a monochromatic, like Casey's house was all, was mm -hmm. all monochromatic. Right. Like yours is high contrast with whites, blacks, and, and usually like gray. Mm -hmm. So they both fit your personality, but I'm fascinated to see what your new house is going to look like. I know what oh, you I, I already know what yours you. is going to well, look like, you know, you already know. I know your style, yeah. but yours, not doing black, no, white, and gray you're gonna, is new. You're going to lose, lose it. it. It's, it, I mean, her house now is amazing. Okay, okay. so I want to I want to wrap yeah. with, we always have a segment called Five Minutes for Hugs. Okay. And we're oh, actually going to. shoot, and I didn't prepare mine. Ugh, okay, I, I actually It's more have. fun if you're not prepared. I actually do know. Okay, you do? Yeah. Okay. Five minutes for hugs is when we go around the room and just say one thing that we're kind of obsessed with right now. And you're going to stay with us for Best Friend Energy Unpacked. So we'll actually have more than just five minutes Thank for these God. kind of questions. We, we need Brian for it all It could the be time. a paint color. It could be a book. Don't give away any ideas. What am uh, I, What no, did I say? No. I just am telling you how well, This isn't about you. This is about our guest, <laughs> Brian Patrick Flynn. And like, I feel like we should like explain what we mean. Okay, okay, fine. Uh, she didn't tip me off, by the way. I didn't, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. To be clear, I don't even know what I'm tipping off. <laughs> I don't know what's in Joanna's head right now. You, I mean, we okay. should all be so lucky okay. to know what's in Joanna's head. Okay. But it's just something that we're obsessed with. And I'm just going to let Joanna Teplin start because <laughs> obviously she's dying to. I'm obsessed with Buffalo plaid right now. Buffalo Jack? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Please, always. It is such a classic. Yeah. And I, I don't, it gets a reputation for being super country, but it mixes well with anything. I'm, I'm really obsessed. I'm finding myself so, so drawn to it. Doesn't it make you happy? Every it's time. It's homey, right? Every time. And I agree with you. It can, it doesn't have to be country. It can really spin a lot of different ways. It could be Scandinavian. We, we, I we love have it. a cabin. It's all black and white. It's um, in the North Georgia Mounds. It's about an hour north of Atlanta. And it's all, every single room is covered in Buffalo check. And there's just something about it that just feels like a home. And it feels like you can spill something on the rug and nobody will care. It's, there's just nothing formal about it, and that's that's my thing. I'm not a big formal guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Brian, you you can go next. Oh my! Did, Joan, my. did Joanna take it? Were you going to yeah. say no? Mine no, no, is really specific. That's fine. Okay. Me. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I love something specific. All right. So it's a possum versus possum. So mm -hmm. I'm in this obsession with marsupials lately. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So a lot of people growing up, like my father would always say the word possum. And I thought it was shortened 
from the word opossum. And I'm like, why aren't people pronouncing the O anymore? <laughs> well, it turns out there's two different I, – I always go through an animal obsession every single year. Sure. Okay. I, some are land animals, some are not. But the difference is an opossum, and I believe I'm getting this right, actually has a tail that has like fur on it. Whereas a possum has a flesh tail, like a rat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, literal yuck. Thank no, you. thank you. No, thank you to no, thank possums, you. but opossums, <laughs> way better. Okay. And did you know that they eat ticks? No. I know. Like, I thought wow. they had no purpose except those razor-sharp teeth. They are out <laughs> wow. there eating. Yes, I found— Now they're saving us? They're taking away so ticks. are you getting one as a pet? I'm not. We have some that are on our property line. You only see them at night. And a lot of times I'm like, get out of here. But now I'm like, no, don't get it out of here. Can you spot when they're from a distance, though, if they're a possum or an opossum? Um, no, because I usually see them from head on because their eyes like shine at night. Oh. But what I will say is I also did not know that they were marsupials and carry babies in pouches in their fronts. <laughs> did you know that? Yes, I did know you that. You did? Yes, oh, I, I did know that. I did not, I did know, not know that. I didn't know that. I did that. know that because I'll tell you why. In when I My old neighborhood that I lived in in Nashville had so many. Again, I also had the, um, whatever, the armadillos. Yeah. They, and they don't go away, by the way. Like, it literally is not afraid, you know, and these yeah. animals are not afraid. Anyway, to make my kids less afraid, we like wikipedia all of these. So that's how you know that the marsupials yes. were possums? Yes. And opossums? Well, I didn't, I actually, what I didn't know is the difference between possum and opossum. Yeah. I, did, I just found out. <laughs> I, I just thought what was that. a shortened word. And do you know about a pangolin? No, I've never no. heard Oh my gosh. It's a cross between. A penguin? I wish. Oh. Um, oh. It's a cross between like an anteater and what's the other animal? Armadillo? An armadillo. Yeah. It basically. Shocking. It's crazy. It's almost like, it's almost like a skunk that has a whole body of armor on it for Halloween. It's, and I never heard of it. It's called a pangolin. And I thought it was a joke. I saw it on South Park years ago. And I'm like, they made that animal up. It is a legit animal. Wow. I tell Where does you, it live? I don't think it lives in the United States. Okay. Um, okay. I think that's why we don't know about it. But um, I could, I'm obsessed with talking about animals now. That's okay. that. I'm, I'm going to stop because I'll okay. talk about so I am, many. I am on deep, actually, in animal TikTok. I have to send you this one account where he he has so many followers. He's like the chief Oh, the one you show expert. me all the time? Oh, he's yes. amazing. He is so funny. And he does deep dives on like more soupials. I just, love it. I will yeah. send and it. And he talks He'll, so, uh, he's amazing. He's amazing. He is so funny. I have to go find his name. Maybe we can put it in the episode notes because it is, it is so, so, so Okay, funny. what's your yes? Okay, so here's what I'm really loving right now. My daughter is in geography class. She has to take a geography test this week where she has to memorize all 47 countries in Europe. And so I- oh, you're, Now ooh. you're competitive about it? So now I- I'm the best person who knows every country in Europe. So I know all 47. I know where Estonia is. I know I where Latvia is. I was just going to know where Estonia is. is. Yes, I don't know where Estonia what is. What about Belarus? Um, uh, Belarus is right below Latvia and Lithuania. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, Ukraine, I'm obsessed. No. Russia. You get Lithuania. Romania. Where's Lithuania? Lithuania is right below Latvia. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. What's, what's another random one? Okay. okay, okay. I know so where, Belarus. I know where um, Bosnia is. I know where Kosovo is. I know where Macedonia is. Macedonia is a trip. What about Gibraltar? Oh, Gibraltar isn't on the quiz. <laughs> so, well, Gibraltar, I didn't even know what it was, but Gibraltar is that one where the monkeys figured out how to open up the coconuts by like creating their own tool system. And monkeys they, are smart. Incredible. But anyhow, I love talking about all the European but countries. But now okay. I'm, I, oh. I've never been so drunk with power in my life. I feel like I have now unlocked I, I, a key. I see this. And Joanna's going to be so annoyed because I'm just going to like blast yeah. out just like, you I, know. I already The fact it. that I know like, all the little guys too, like on the quiz, it's it's Italy, but it's also Vatican City. It's San Marino. It's Love I mean, this. I know wow. all of them. I know wow. Malta. I know where everything is. It is. I am going to be insufferable. Okay. I am blown away by this conference. This is the type of conference. So a lot of I'm people when they it. get together with their friends, they gossip. I like talking about this stuff. Did you know that in Switzerland, the main that people speak German and Italian? I, okay. I'm so, like, I thought they spoke Swiss, and then I got there, and they don't. No, German is actually the main language.
language in Switzerland. Uh-huh. But so one of our best friends, they live in Switzerland and my kids are obsessed with their kids. They play like Roblox and online games together uh-huh. and stuff. I think because like the timing works, like they're up at the crack of dawn and the, right. you know, whatever. Right. And um, so they, but because Switzerland borders Italy, which of course now I know, obviously. Um, and we have all these things like Austria is next to Hungary because our nanny went to Austria and she's always hungry. So like, you know, we're like, <laughs> we like have all these like word associations to like get Stella to memorize it. Um, gosh, you guys, I, you I know. Even, I'm like, we gotta, we gotta oh say my God, this. I'm so sorry. Okay. I have to okay, end, okay, on, have to okay, end yeah. on one thing. Okay. Belgium has its own uh, language. Uh, well, they it's speak, called they speak Flemish, French, but they also Flemish. speak Flemish. I yes. didn't even know. Anyway, I'm, yeah, this is another conversation, okay. but the Flemish thing I didn't even know existed. And so, sorry, I okay, usually we get to things that are also a no for us, but I think this is no. I think we should lend, leave it on I yes. Think we Brian Patrick Finch just yes. a yes for us. I like that. BPF answer. Is, is just a yes yeah. for us. I think it's BFE with BPF. I think that's right. But definitely the title no, of the episode. Definitely notice standing up on a plane once it lands. Say in your seat. <laughs> Say in your seat. <laughs> Why are, are you, you standing going? up? Where, Where are, are you going? going? We have not even gone. We haven't even opened that jet thing that allows you to get in. And what, the other the jet uh, the jet bridge. The other thing. No to window seats. Why? I, I drink so much seats. water. Thank you. I am terrified of asking that person next to, to me up. to get up seven times so yeah. I could pee. Yes. Yeah. I have to take like a half a milligram of Xanax, not because of the flying and the fact that we're in this huge thing that sure. weighs tons that could crash. Just I don't want to ask Caitlin, who's next to me, or like Madison, hey, I'm sorry, can you get up again so I can pee? I have nightmares I about it. Okay, me too. I'll no, I literally, that. so I Joanna's dying in it for Unpacked. Right. Anyway. That's, uh. why, that's why I want to tell everyone my trick. I go to the bathroom before I board, and then the second before like they close the door, I'm like, can I just go one? Can I just go one? We more are time? destined to be travel yeah, mates. I, I pee four times before yeah, I get on the plane. I get I get two hours early. I go I space it out. I purposely have a whole mm-hmm. bottle of water because I don't want to get early. dehydrated. And then, yes, yes. And then you have to go to the bathroom. Cr- you can cramp your legs on the plane. Yeah. So I specifically go out of my way and make sure I empty. And then the minute <laughs> we're about to take off, I'm like, I'm gonna force you I'm gonna, to go. I need to go. I and know. it works. And it works. You have and to then, go right before. You and take then off. when we get to ten thousand feet, it's then you go Niagara Falls. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. I, I mean, on that note, this is a fifteen-hour podcast. It's now. a fifteen. It, we actually have a new series. Um, Brian Patrick Flynn is now our know, now our, our third co- co-host. Our co-host. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I, we could talk to Brian for a hundred more years. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you guys want to see more of Brian, and of course, I can't imagine you wouldn't. Um, you can always catch him on the Magnolia Network's Mine for Design. Um, and also, uh, he is always. I feel like I see you on HETV still all the time. I mean, between the Dream Home, me too, and our Oasis. Mm-hmm. Yep. I feel like you and you're in a million magazines. You're all over the place. All over Instagram at B Patrick Flynn. Um, make sure to follow him because you just uh, clearly won't be disappointed. Yeah, you're you're missing out on life if you're not following him. Yeah, it's it's how we got started, and I'd never regret it. Although, wait, wait, wait. Do you remember one time where Joanna accidentally unfollowed you? Do you remember this trauma? I I think I texted you immediately. You did because like, you showed up as like out of nowhere and, and said I, the whole meta started I following. Followed like, you immediately back. What the no, hell? Joanna had just had a sloppy I, finger you know, unfollow. Fat finger unfollow. Yeah. I did it to some of my friends on accident once too. Oh, yeah, and I, I found like, out I'm after dead. the fact. No, I, I wanted to send roses. I'm like, yeah, I me never too. meant no. to do. No, no, no. I don't know how I did it. If it ever happens again, I just had a fat finger no, unfollow. Joanna, Joanna did it, and so I was like, Joanna, I can't believe you unfollowed. He's gonna see that. So I immediately followed you back. Ring, ring, ring. Clea, what the hell is happening? That the home edit, the home edit just followed me what you unfollow me I was like that was Joanna I know okay all right let's let Brian all right you're gonna sit tight because we are gonna get to best friend energy unpacked with you where we have uh, shockingly more things to even say I know it's amazing. I know but we do have to wrap the interview with a listener call in let's today do it. we have one um that's actually about organization shockingly um so um let's get to that hey y'all my name is Brittany and I am living in Georgia, but I'm originally from Kansas. Um, I am a military spouse and we relocate often and I constantly struggle with feeling like I'm unorganized and then that makes me have to 
reorganize and clean weekly. I have systems in place as I learned from you guys. But my question is, do you guys constantly feel like the burden of having to reorganize organized things? Or do you find yourself frustrated with yourself if you feel like if you failed and you can't find a different system? I'm constantly feeling like a drag of something is not organized, even though it is organized. Um, anyway, take care and thank you so much for listening. I, I feel like we're both going to say the same thing, but you, you, you. Start. All right. So Brittany, congratulations on being organized. I bet you actually are organized. However, I'm wondering if you need to tweak some system so that it's easier to maintain and that you don't feel that constant need that something's not quite right. I also think it's okay if something if something isn't quite right. Again, all it means is like a, a it's just a simple tune up. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have to start over. It doesn't mean that your system isn't correct. It might mean that you've had another life change. It might mean that your kids are getting older. It might mean that you've moved to a different geographical location that requires, you know, maybe you moved to a cold place and now right. as you need mittens and hats and all sorts of things. You never know what it is, but I would just kind of reflect on maybe some of the things that might be new or different. And but- I would also say too, don't conflate messy with un organized because I think those two things are very separate. Clea and my house both get messy, but it doesn't mean that we're unorganized because we know exactly how to put things away. Mine doesn't really get very messy. All right, yours doesn't. Mine, no. mine gets messy. Yeah, my, mine's not so messy. Uh, but, but the thing <laughs> is, but like even if the kids' rooms or the playroom, if that gets, you know, I mean, again, playdates happen, sleepovers mm-hmm. happen, things get kind of in disarray. It's fine. And it doesn't stress me out. I mean, part of your question was, do we feel burdened by having to reorganize things? Not at all. No. I actually think it's pretty fun. Yeah, same, same, same. Which, I mean, isn't like the most normal of answers, I'm going to be honest with you. But I, I think it's a, it's an opportunity, right? And it's a great opportunity to give your home a little touch-up. It's like... Uh, uh, such an inexpensive way to get your home back in shape. You don't have to repaint. You don't have to buy new furniture. You don't have to do any of that. And it's just like- A a good bang for the buck. It's a great way to control what you can control. And I know um, from the military spouses that we've worked with over the years through USO, I know that, you know, controlling what you can control is really important because you guys move and have to pick up and go all the time. So lean into it. And um, And don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, don't be hard on yourself. We're proud of you. And remember, you can submit your questions by visiting bestfriendenergypod.com and clicking on listener submissions. We want to hear all of your questions, your low bar lifestyle moments, your personal chaos moments, how you're navigating your lives, whatever it may be, we want you to join our inner circle and we can't wait to hear from you. Thank you, Joanna. I'm glad we got to sit together and talk to Brian. Now we get to talk to him on the other side. I know, I can't wait. Thank you so much for joining us on Best Friend Energy. We're back every Tuesday with new episodes. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on socials at Best Friend Energy. Best Friend Energy is a Hello Sunshine and Sony Music Entertainment production. Our producer is Ben Odo. Our associate producer is Rachel Choder. Engineering and mixing by Nashville Audio Productions. Our executive producer is Sarita Wesley. Our executive producers at Hello Sunshine and The Home Edit are Lauren Lagarde, Allie Bridgers, and and us. See you next time. Being a mother has its challenges. You have to constantly grow and adapt as your baby does. And while our kids aren't diaper age anymore, we remember a few tricky years with diaper obstacles like blowouts. Oh yes, I remember. Not to mention getting diapers on active babies. And you and I both know, once your baby starts moving, the adventure really begins. That's why you need Pampers Cruisers 360. A lot of people think Pampers Cruisers 360 are just for potty training, but from my experience, it's actually the best diaper to use as soon as your baby's on the go. 
It doesn't have ordinary diaper tabs. Instead, it has a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband, which is a great hack to keep your baby from taking their diaper off, which, if you've ever experienced, can lead to chaos. And as you know from the home edit days, if we care about anything, it's organizing messes and controlling the chaos. And it really stretches with your baby for a comfortable fit so your baby can move freely. It also makes it so easy to change a wiggly baby who's on the move. Pampers Cruisers 360 with the new blowout barrier are available in sizes three to seven and come in adorable new prints. The best part is that they are hypoallergenic and free of elemental chlorine bleaching, parabens, and latex. As mothers, we know how important it is to count on a great diaper. So for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Redeem Pampers cash, no cash value.